Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the entrepreneurial development, the personal development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the legend that is Will Smith. I used that as a bit of a nice pun there, given his film Legend. Anyway, so Will Smith has got a lot of winning formulas. However, I want to share with you a little triangle of winning formulas that he has that creates an incredibly powerful overriding, single focus, single winning formula. I think it's something we can all learn from. I think whether or not you consider Will Smith to be a bit of a legend like I do, or whether you can just acknowledge the fact that he is certainly one of the most successful actors in the world right now. He's a very successful, very influential personality right now. And uh, to some extent, I kind of believe that he's still just getting started. Now, I've been following... Will Smith for many years, not just through his films, but just started to watch some of his YouTube clips and some of the interviews that he's done over the years. And you start to get a glimpse of his mindset. You start to see what makes him tick. You start to see how he sees himself, how he sees the world, how he sees success. And one of the reasons that I listen or read a lot of autobiographies for those people that I really admire and respect is because actually I'm less interested about their life story. I'm less interested about the gossip, but I'm really interested to get a glimpse as to how they approach the world, how they approach their challenges, how they think about themselves and success and business and their, you know, their failures and their successes. Because when you really start to get to know some of these famous people, you start to get a real glimpse into their psyche, into their mindset, their attitude, into, you know, how they act and react. And that's what we can absolutely learn oodles from. So I've been watching and following a lot of people for some time now. Will Smith is one of those people. And he's never said what I'm going to share with you now in any single interview that I've seen. So I've never seen it as succinctly put together as I'm going to put it to you. And the reason being is because I was listening to multiple interviews and listening to multiple kind of sound bites from him. And I start to see glimpses of these kind of core, these core like like values, these core beliefs, these absolute certainties that he has in life, um, the models that he works to, the rules that he respects and the rules that he adheres to, the rules that he believes the world runs on, that success runs on. You start to get a glimpse of these. And when I really sat back and looked at it, there was three of these that went together. As I say, he's got many, many winning formulas, Will Smith, but here's the little triangle that I call it. And it's a beautiful, self-fulfilling winning formula. And I want to share with you right now. It's a three-step formula, which is why I call it this triangle, because that's kind of how I draw it if I was going to illustrate this on the board with you. But here's the thing. Number one, 
Will Smith believes that he can absolutely manifest anything. He, tr he truly believes this. It's not a wish or a hope or he thinks he might be able to. He has absolute certainty that he can manifest, he can create absolutely anything. Often you'll hear him, he'll be quoting uh, the book, The Alchemist. And he always talks about the idea of alchemy. Now, this isn't a philosophy that's unique to Will Smith. Of course, it's in The Alchemist and many other people buy into this notion that we can manifest, that we can create, that we can make real absolutely anything. Will Smith is absolutely bought into that. Now, I'm not here to say to you that any of these things is right or correct. I want to share with you a mindset and you can see how this fits together and why he has such amazing potency in the world, why he's so powerful and ultimately why he's so effective and obviously so successful. Number one, he absolutely believes, has absolute certainty that he can manifest, he can create anything. Number two, the only thing standing between him and creating anything that he wants is hard work. These are his rules, these are his philosophies, and he's bought into them 100%. So the first thing is he believes that he can manifest, that he can create anything. Number two, he doesn't believe it's going to happen for him. He doesn't believe he's going to attract it to him. He absolutely believes that the only thing standing between where he is now and the creation of anything that he sees and anything that he wants and anything that he can envision is hard work. Number three, he openly admits that he's not the best actor. He openly admits that he isn't the most talented person. In fact, he openly admits that he's not the best at anything at all. However, what he does believe is that hard work will enable him to create anything. And his number three thing is this, he will outwork anybody and everybody else. His analogy that he shares, he says, if you're on one treadmill and I'm on a treadmill next to you and the person that stays on the treadmill the longest is the one that's going to win, he says, I will beat you or I will die. And when you look at these three things together, I draw them as like a triangle and you can see how they absolutely support each other. These aren't three contradictory beliefs that he has. These aren't three independent winning formulas that he has. And even though he has never articulated it in the way that I've just shared it with you, and maybe he never will, and maybe he's not even aware of the link between these three things, I think that's unlikely. But the bottom line is really simple. When you see these, they, they shine out so glaringly as unbelievable, powerful rules to live your life by. They're incredibly empowering. There's nothing in here about, you know, hoping for stuff or getting lucky. There's not even anything in here about being the most talented. So, you you know, you can have many shortfalls in your game and yet you can still triumph. You can still win. You can still beat everybody else. So repeat those again. Number one, he believes absolutely to his boots that he can manifest. He can create absolutely anything. Number two, the only thing standing between him where he is now and the achievement of that, the creation of that is hard work. Number three, he will outwork absolutely everybody and anybody else on this planet. If you or I had the same degree of certainty in that winning formula, 
Can you see how powerful it would be for you? And I'm going to lie to you. I absolutely believe that hard work from where I am now to what I want to achieve, hard work is the facilitator of that. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely believe it's possible to create anything that you can envision in life and that hard work will do it. And you know what? I also believe that it's not about how good you are. I don't believe it's about the talent. I don't even think it's about your skills and ability. I just think it's about how well you do the game that you're in. So Will Smith's not the best actor, but he does Hollywood acting brilliantly, maybe even to perfection, which is why the guy's, what, earning 20 million a film or more. So I have my own kind of things based around, like similar to what you're saying, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't believe 100% that I can manifest anything. I don't believe 100% that, you know, that that just hard work alone is going to create that outcome. And I'm going to be honest with you, am I really willing to stand on a treadmill and die to beat the person next to me? I'm not going to lie to you. Probably not. I've got a lot of strength, a lot of willpower. I think I'll stand the distance, you know, more than most people, more than many people. I might even be one of the last people standing. But if I look at Will Smith and I look at him in the eyes and I stand the treadmill next to him, realistically, am I going to outrun Will Smith? Number one, he's probably fit and stronger than me anyway, let's be honest. That's not what we're talking about here. It's a metaphor. But, you know, realistically, does Will Smith possess and harness a degree of fortitude and fight and focus and vision and determination and a pain threshold and everything else that... I don't, of course he does, right? I'm going to put my hands up 100%. The truth of the matter is, on those metaphorical treadmills, I'm the one that's probably going to die first. And let's be honest, I probably am not 100% ready to die on that treadmill. So guess what? He's going to beat me. However, accepting that I might not be quite the man that Will Smith is, is something that my own personal ego can handle. But I tell you now, we can all learn from those lessons in life. Now, these lessons might not be the lessons that you want to be true. They might not even be the lessons that you believe to be true. But here's a question. If Will Smith is Will Smith, living Will Smith's life and achieving all that Will Smith is, and I'm living the life that I'm living and achieving all that I'm achieving, and Will Smith has got a life many multiple times bigger than what I'm living right now, it would be fair to say that I have a lot to learn from his philosophy. And I come across this a lot with business owners and individuals alike, which is you look at someone that's absolutely smashing something in life, and yet we still feel the need or even the ability, or for me, the incredulousness of saying that they're wrong. I've had this before, I've run seminars, and I remember once I had this, this, this uh, table at the back, and it, you know, always the troublemakers at the back, from school all the way through to seminars and everything else, the troublemakers always gravitate to the back. So these guys all across the back, and they were disagreeing with me, you know, and I've got, I don't know, 30 years in terms of behavior and personal development behind me, you know, 20 years I've been working on personal performance, you know, for 11 year, years now, solidly working with business owners and entrepreneurs and working with the mindset and the human behaviors and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And literally these guys have got nothing, right? I mean, they, they have no understanding of the concepts I'm talking about in terms of personal development, 
you know, they have no understanding about, you know, some of the principles that I'm sharing around human behavior and what's going on for us and our perspective and how these things affect our performance. And they're literally disagreeing with me, right? Some of them vocally towards me and verbally airing that. And many of them just amongst themselves, you know, and I can see them disagreeing with what I'm saying and everything else. And I called them out on it, you know, and these guys were experts in their field. You know, these guys have got maybe 20 years each in the game that they're in, right? And they're experts or certainly on their way to being experts in what they do. And I called them out and I said, hang on a minute, you've come into my room and you really have no understanding of what I'm saying here. Like you've got no background in this, no research in this. You know, you, you are here learning some of this stuff for the first time. And yet you're willing to call me out and say that I'm wrong. I wouldn't dream of coming to your business and your field of work that you've got 20 years of experience in. I wouldn't dream of thinking that you were wrong when I have literally no understanding of what the fuck you're talking about. And I use this to this day as an example for us all, because don't get me wrong, I still do this myself. I still catch myself out. In that example, I'm saying I wouldn't dream of doing it. Of course, we all do it. You know, we all fall foul of that. We sit there and we're like, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no credentials in what you're talking about. You're the fucking expert here. However, I think you're wrong. And, you know, if you really think about that, you know, the, the, the insanity the insanity of listening to a personal development guru, someone who's really nailing it. Like, Tony Robbins gets this a lot. So Tony Robbins gets a lot of flack, right? Now, Tony Robbins, whether you love him or hate him or anything else, okay, you might not like what he's saying, but you can't say what he's saying isn't true. Because unless you've done the 40 years plus or whatever it is that he's had in personal development and coached the thousands, if not millions of people that he's coached in personal development and his own life that he's taken to the pinnacle as one of the, the absolute gurus of the planet and the guy is one of the wealthiest guys on the planet and he's successful beyond belief and he's connected. He's living his own content. He's living his own life in a way that he shares and tells other people to live. You know, the arrogance to say that Tony Robbins is full of shit or the, the, the arrogance to say, you know, that he's wrong in what he's saying is, is dumbfounding to me, especially when he's being called out by, you know, potential coaches or some NLP people or, you know, that, that forget the, the billion dollars plus or whatever it is that Tony Robbins is worth right now. They haven't even made a million. Forget the million. They don't even want a hundred grand business. Fuck the hundred grand business. These guys might be doing 20 or 30,000 pounds as coaches. They've got to spend two or three grand on a coaching course. You know, they've got a bit of business, maybe, you know, commercial business in, in corporate, for example. They've read a few books. They're running a 30, 40, 50 grand coaching practice and they'll call bullshit on Tony Robbins. It, it beggars belief. You don't have to like Tony Robbins. You don't have to, you know, warm to Tony Robbins. But to say that he's full of shit or to say that he's wrong is ludicrous. It's ludicrous, right? You know, it's like me calling out, you know, you, if you're a particle physicist talking about the nature of the universe and the quantum field, and you're talking about how, you know, time travel is possible and time warping is possible. And, and I might not like what you're saying. 
you know, nothing in me has got anything to cross-reference that with, apart from maybe Doctor Who or space films or whatever it might be. And I'm sitting there listening to you, and I'd say, you know what, I think that guy's full of shit. And you're a particle physicist with 30, 40, 50 years of experience. It's ludicrous how we think we're right. It's ludicrous how we think we have nothing to learn from these people. So I want you to really be one of those few people that is willing to admit that actually, if someone's fucking nailing something, regardless of whether you like what they're saying or like them, you have got a lot to learn from them. And more importantly, to disregard the lessons that they have to teach is insanity. Okay? So here's the thing. Why is it that we feel compelled to do this? I'm going to get on a limb here. I'm going to say to you, most of the time, sometimes it's because we just don't warm to the person. We don't like the person. We don't like their style. Does that make sense? So it's a personal thing. We don't like them. More often than not, we just don't like what they're saying. Will Smith says, I can manifest absolutely anything. And somebody's found, you know, their whole life they've failed and they've been, you know, they've never achieved anything. And they've always had these big dreams and ambitions, but nothing's ever happened. They don't want that to be true. They don't want that to be true. They don't like that as a truth, because if that was the truth, then they're fucking it up, right? Does this make sense? It's their fault. So instead of saying... I don't like that truth that you're saying, or you know what, Will Smith, I, I, I wish that wasn't true and have an opinion like that, which is fine to have a personal opinion like that. They turn around and say, it's bullshit. You can't do that. And yet he's doing it, right? He's a living, breathing demonstration of his own beliefs and his own truths and his own set of rules. The second one, the only thing standing between him and anything he wants to achieve is hard work. And people sit there, they don't like the idea of hard work, not really hard work, and they say, yeah, but I work hard, 37 and a half hour weeks, maybe even throwing a few late nights here and there. You know, I work really hard. If it was just down to hard work, I would also be like Will Smith. They don't want it to be true. And therefore, they reject the truth by rejecting the person that's passing that truth on, even though Will Smith is a you know, living embodiment of what hard work can create because that's his truth and that's what he lives by and there's rules and look what he's done with his life. Look what he's created for himself. The third one, yeah, he might not be as talented. You might not have as many skills. You know, you, you know, the way I word this one, by the way, myself, as I say to people here, is that, you know, there's many people out there in your marketplace right now who aren't as good as you but they're doing so much better than you and it really pisses you off, right? And if I'm in a room full of people, whatever, yeah, yeah, totally get that, right? In other words, there's someone right now that you know doing the same kind of thing that you do in business and they're not as good as you, not as skilled as you, the quality's not as good, the product's not as good, the service isn't as good, but they are doing so much better in business than you. They're getting bigger results, they're wealthier, their businesses are, are bigger, more successful, making more money. The truth is really simple, they might not be as good as you, but they're doing it better than you. Does this make sense? That's how I kind of say this one. Not quite 100% what Will Smith's saying there, but people don't want that to be true. You know, they, they, they want it to be a skill thing. They want it to be the best person wins. It's not. What it is, it's just what you think is the best person isn't necessarily the best person. So you think the, you know, the best actor is going to be the one with the most acting talent. But it's not, is it? The best actor is the one that plays the whole game better. The one that, you know, whether it's the work ethic, like Will Smith talks about, you know, whether it's the, you know, the personal branding, whether, you know, all the kind of different reasons that someone like George Clooney, for example, becomes one of the megastars of the world and everything else. George Clooney might not be, most certainly is not the best actor. So he's not the best actor, but he's doing it better 
than so many of the other actors. It's the same with business. But, you know, come back to Will Smith, because that's the title of this episode. You know, you might not be the most talented. You might not have the most skills. You might not be the best at anything. But he'll outwork anybody because he believes that only hard work is the only thing that's going to stop him. And therefore, he's willing to die on that treadmill. People don't want to hear that. The reason you reject that or one would reject that is because you don't want that to be true. You, you, you want to feel like somehow I can work smart and not hard. That if I'm just smart enough and clever enough and if I'm nice enough and good enough and if I do all this other stuff, you know, to a decent degree, then I can be really successful. And therefore, when someone just says to you, it's got very little to do with any of that and it's all down to the amount you're willing to graft, we don't like that. We reject that because it's uncomfortable as a truth. I don't want that to be true because I'm not that kind of person. And if I'm not that kind of person, I can't have that result. I don't like that feeling. Therefore, I think what you're saying is bullshit. I think you're full of shit. And you know what? I don't like you either. So I reject that, even though, once again, Will Smith is a living, breathing embodiment of what you can have if you live by these rules, of what you can achieve if you live by these rules. Now, I'm not saying there's not some secret sauce in there that even Will Smith isn't aware of. I'm not saying there's not, you know, these other winning formulas. You'll hear him talk about other things as well, you know, that add to the mix. But these three things are the three core ingredients that I see, personally me, coming through from Will Smith. And I can see how the three things go together so powerfully. That's why I call it a triangle, you know, because each one of these legs supports the other one. So to sit there and say that Will Smith is full of shit or to say that working hard is full of shit or if you're sitting there saying, you know, that, you know, it's not about how hard you work, it's about how good you are. And I don't like, you know, just admit it. You don't like that truth. You don't, you, you don't want that to be true. And that's fine. There's shitloads out there I don't want to be true. There's all kinds of stuff in the world that I don't want to be true and that I wish wasn't true. And there's all kinds of stuff I wish I could just reject as the truth. But the bottom line is really simple. Just because I don't like it as the truth, just because I reject it as the truth, doesn't mean it's not the truth. So regardless of whether you hate Will Smith, love Will Smith, think Will Smith is a legend like I do, regardless of how you feel about him, and regardless really of how you feel about his values in life, his rule book, and you know, regardless of what you feel about what he's saying, the one thing you can't disregard is that he probably has something worth listening to if for no other reason than simply because the sheer awesomeness that he's created for himself and the life that he has created around him. So my parting message on this episode is whilst it's absolutely a benefit, it helps a lot if you like the messenger, okay? So if you like Tony Robbins, it helps uh, to enable you to listen to Tony Robbins. If you if you don't like Tony Robbins and hate his style and all that sort of stuff, it makes it hard to listen to Tony Robbins. But here's the thing, regardless of how you feel about these successful people, don't rule out the amount you have to learn from what it is that they have learned for themselves. And of course, more importantly, what it is they've applied in their own life for themselves. Not just academic learning. You're looking for people that... Don't just know something, but they can demonstrate that they are applying it. Will Smith is a demonstration of the application of his own winning formula. Tony Robbins serves as a demonstration, as an example of living by his own teachings. These people you want to listen to, 
You might not like the way they say it. You might not like what they're saying. However, that does not make it any less valid, any less truthful or any less powerful for you if you could take that on for yourself and apply it in your own ways. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Who serves as your role models? If you don't have any role models, go out and find some role models. Who's absolutely crushing it? Who's living their life in exemplary ways as far as you're concerned? It certainly helps to have role models that you you can love and, and, and admire, but certainly as long as you respect them, you have a shitload to learn from them. Pick the first person you can think of that you really respect, really admire, and you hopefully like, it's a good place to start, but if you don't like them, respect and admiration is a good place to be, go and read their autobiography, go and download their autobiography, you know, listen to it, and don't just listen to the gossip, and don't just listen to who's who in there, and you know, don't even necessarily listen to the events of their life, underneath all of that, try and gain a perspective of their perspective on life. Try and see how they see themselves, see the world, see success. What are their rules that they live by? What's their winning formula? What's their strategy? And then look for how you can apply that in your own life. Okay, as always, don't forget there is a six-figure fast track waiting for you right now. It's a masterclass, it's a video, and it takes you through the three parts of what I believe you need to have in place in order to create a 100K business in the next 12 months or even less. I take you through the six-figure mindset, the six-figure business model, and the six-figure methodology, the day-to-day activity that you need to be applying, and more importantly, the stuff you need to not be doing in order to take your business, your service-based business that might be doing 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50,000 or even 60,000 to 100K turnover or more in the next 12 months or less. Get yourself onto the six-figure fast track and fast track you and your business's success. I'll drop the link in the descriptions. It's biggerbrightfolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I will see you next time. And until then, as always, be successful. Thank you.